Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Of all the four major sports, basketball, baseball, hockey, football, uh, which athlete, past or present, would you like to sit down and interview with? You know, from Babe Ruth to whoever to, you know... So who would you pick one athlete at all the sports that you can go back in time with? Who would you pick? I mean, that's a great uh, question, Larry. It's impossible for me to answer just one guy. And when you talk about historically, I mean, there are way too many. Way too many. And Jackie Robinson comes to mind. Of course, Babe Ruth uh, and the ability to talk to him. Michael Jordan. Wayne Gretzky. But... I'll I'll keep it realistic. Realistically, I'm watching a Baseball Night New York commercial. I got distracted because I'm not the first face on there, and that bothers me. I'm just being truthful with you. I got caught up in that. Um, Realistically, I would like to interview Derek Jeter, and not to say that that could happen, but at least he's living, and somebody that I would want to talk to. Derek Jeter, uh, Piazza, Matt Ryan, Matt Harvey. Those would probably be my first four that come to mind that I would like to talk to. I mean, of course there are others, but I don't know if I, I mean, I love Dion. I don't know if I'd want to talk. Oh, I'll give you one. Michael Vick for sure. I love Dion was one of my favorites as a kid. I don't know if I need to interview him now. I kind of, you know, not that I'm over Dion. I just, I've seen enough of him. There's intrigue for me with Matt Ryan right now. There's intrigue for me with Matt Harvey because of, I mean, his career, just the the highest of highs and then the lowest of lows. Piazza was one of my favorites all time. Jeter, I hated as a player because I grew up hating the Yankees, but I have great respect for him. And after watching, you know, the documentary last year, The Captain, I, I just, I mean, I love him even more. So I think Jeter would be a good interview, if done properly. Anybody else, please, you can think? I mean, this is such a low. Do you want to talk to Clemens? See, that's a good one for a different reason. I'd like to get him in studio, and I'd like to press him and get him to admit to drilling Piazza on purpose and, and admit that he took steroids, and then we call it a day. That's it. That might get – see, that would be good because it would be nasty. I would not back down from Big Raj. That's a good one, though, for a different reason. The other ones were more like intrigue and fun and like I, I love these guys. And what about anybody – because you named uh, like baseball guys, football. What about anybody connected to the 90s Knicks? I've interviewed a lot of them when I did that podcast for the New York Post a couple years ago. The year that the Knicks made the yeah, two years ago, they made the playoffs against the Hawks. I, I was lucky enough to where we had Ewing on. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Starks, Oakley, these are my guys. Uh, Derek Harper, I don't think I talked to him. 
But we had a bunch of those guys. Yeah, those were. So I kind of quenched that thirst, I guess, by getting. Think about that. I know it was for the podcast for the New York Post that is now debunked. But, I mean, I interviewed Patrick Ewing and John Starks and Charles Oakley. Called it a career. I'm good. I think we had Alan Houston on as well. I even forget. I got to go back and check that out. 86 Mets. I mean, I've had some of those guys on over the years. That could be fun for me. Grew up loving that team. Um, hmm. You know, Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr. It, it, there's, it's way too many. If you had to pick one, Fleegs, who would it be? One athlete. Let's stick it, stick to current. Or or not current, but a lot. But someone I, or someone I saw like in my lifetime. Oh, uh, you could use that. Just so I, I prefer somebody that's like living, as opposed to just opening it up to all you know, Babe Ruth and all these people. One that jumps to mind just because I find him so fascinating every time he speaks, which is really not that often. Darrell Revis. Interesting. I'll give you one. I just thought of it because I was thinking you might go Jets. How about Aaron Rodgers? Well, yeah. I mean, listen, right now, I'd yeah, love I'd to. love to talk to Aaron Rodgers. I'd like to just bring it down. I know McAfee does a great job with him, but I feel like Rodgers is misunderstood by people like me. I, I I think I get him, but most people in the media, outside of Pat McAfee, who's obviously great in the media now, but was a former player, you know, Rodgers, I'd like to talk to him and, and get some unfiltered thoughts from him, too. He'd be a fascinating interview. And there are a bunch of guys, too many. If I had to pick one right now, I mean, I'd probably, of the ones that I just gave, personally, I think it would be Matt Ryan, but overall, I'd have to say Jeter. Because I even think, you know, I've had interactions with Piazza, uh, I've read his book, I know all about him, I think it'd be a good interview, but I have i don't know, there's just, Jeter to me is more intriguing. And I think, well, one of the reasons that makes him so intriguing, I mean, outside of being Derek Jeter, yeah, right. is because he's multiple years now removed from his playing career. A guy like Harvey, like five, ten years from now, when he's totally done playing baseball he's in won. any capacity, he'll be even more fascinating than he is right now. I, once he has time to distance himself from everything that took place. Correct. And I even think it's far enough now from the Mets to where you could... I mean, you're talking about 2015 was his, was basically the end. You guys talked about it on Baseball Night in New York. Right. Ten years ago, yesterday now, was Harvey's better night. Right. Harvey's better... Right. Which was probably, look, I had, when I found out that Harvey was pitching in the WBC for Team Italy, I told Rosie, who I was working with one night, I said, like, I'll give you 300 bucks if you could get him on. I want, for Harvey, for Matt Ryan, those are guys right now that I would love to interview. And I think that they're, and Harvey especially, looking back on what was. I mean, dude, 2012 when he burst onto the scene. For those early three thirteen years. with the All Star yep. game, then before he, I mean, when we found out that he was going to have Tommy John surgery. That was one of the most gutting, deflating moments in New York Mets history. And what you saw in 2012 was the beginning of... My first thought was, who the hell is this guy when I saw him dominate in Arizona? And you felt like, hey, the Mets may have something. Remember, this was coming off of the 2009, 10, 11, just some of the worst years in the history of the franchise. And remember how bad, like, their last wave of prospects was. Now, they were more position players, but, like, the last things Millage, Fernando Martinez, is they were just all so bad. And then Harvey's the first one of this new age that With comes up. With the pitchers. Up, we heard about the pitchers. And he looks even maybe better than we thought he was going to be. You're right. It gave you that hope of this. They might actually be onto something and here. And it played out. 
Like, it worked. And he had the right swagger, the right personality. Correct, he, for a rebuilding team, he came onto the scene and just lit the world on he fire right man. away. As I said, as much as I had a love-hate relationship with him, I'll always love him for what happened from that first start in Arizona through Game 5 of 2015. But you saw it in 2012, and then you dreamt about, wow, they may have something. And then they did get to the World Series in 2015, with him being a huge part. Ups and downs, of course, and frustrations. But, yeah, I think that would be a fascinating interview one day to, to get to, to get to talk to Harvey. Hopefully I have the opportunity to do I'm that. I'm surprised now with all the Mets injuries and the Carlos Carrasco injury being the latest one. I really thought that we were going to get a call. Maybe we still will. I have four and a half more hours here from somebody saying the Mets should sign Harvey, throw him at Syracuse, build him up, and just... See if there's anything there. Yeah, I'd be Because we got him during the World Baseball Classic. I'd be all for it. Uh, Jimmy is calling from Jersey City. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, my name's Dal. How are hey, you, Jimmy? Dal. I'm good. How are you doing? Not bad. Question. I'm listening to you. I mean, I'm a baseball diehard. I was trying to figure out how you meant that the Mets are playing an important game today. I didn't know what you meant by that. Uh, to win a series from the Dodgers. Game 19 of a 162-game season? Correct. Tough ten game yeah. road trip. You want to you know, Mets off to not well, the greatest of starts. You know you don't want to get buried behind Atlanta. Anytime you have a chance to win a series, I think it's an important game, but especially on the road against one of the top teams in the league. But they're not even in the top teams. ones. I mean, you're just playing three teams that combine a record eighteen and thirty seven. Oh, you don't. Yeah, you don't think. You don't, you, Dodgers, no. you don't think beating the Dodgers is. Nah, they're nine and yeah. ten. I don't think they're that good. Right. Right. Okay. The and Dodgers have only been one of the best teams in baseball the last how many years now? And you're so just going to dismiss the Dodgers. What did they win? What did they win? What are you talking about? What did they win last year? They won 108 games. What they win? You know, 108 games. Well, you just yeah, answered the question. Won, what, Jimmy, the, Jimmy, the Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. I'm not getting aggravated. Get lost. You. I'm going to calm down because I don't want to get aggravated today. You are the idiot amongst idiots with that call. Jimmy was doing very well for weeks. We had no issue with him. And now he's going to call up and act like an idiot with that. I know, Jimmy. The Dodgers suck. You're right. There's no point. Do me a favor. If the games don't mean anything because it's game 19, then stop calling. Stop listening and stop calling. I'm begging you. If you don't understand why it could be an important game early on in the year, then you have there's no hope for you. You're a Yankee fan, right? What's one of the themes of the Yankee season so far? That they haven't lost a series. So are we just going to say, well, big deal, they haven't lost a series. Who'd they play? Who'd they beat? Who'd they beat? Oh, they just split with the Twins. Would the Twins win? Would this team win? Would any team win? Would they win? You know, the Dodgers had a tremendous regular season a year ago. Would they win? You're right. 108 games. Nothing. I guess that's diddly squat in your eyes. Nothing. So the only thing that matters is winning a World Series? So then nothing else matters this regular season unless you play the Astros. And even then, it's only the regular season. So it depends on when you play them, I guess. I just, sometimes I can't take the idiocy. And that is one of those times. And this is me, by the way, being calm with Jimmy. You, you can't do that. You can't call up and get away with that. What, are you bothered that the Mets won two out of three? Because that's what it sounds like. Are you upset that they won two out of three without Max Scherzer? Goodness. Talk, when you Do me a favor, Jimmy. 
when you call, stick to talking about the Yankees. Because you could barely handle that. You can barely handle that. Don't worry about the Mets. 877-337-6660. I mean, there's a billion things to talk about, and that's what you're going to call and talk about. Talk about the Scherzer getting ejected. Talk about your Yankees with their big win. Aaron Judge with a beast of a game. Volpe looking like a player. You should be excited as a Yankee fan. Or you're just going to say, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's game you know, 15 of 162. If they win, it doesn't matter. If they lose, oh, how could they lose? If the Mets lost this game to the Dodgers, you know what Jimmy would have called up and said? Sal Syndergaard, your old guy Syndergaard beating your team. I don't know. Max Scherzer, is he worth $43 million? I don't know. I, I can't tolerate that. I'm sorry. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.